views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is so great. It's great. It's great to be connecting with all of you. For those of you that were listening in the last hour, welcome back. It's so wonderful. We are kicking it off uh, by saying happy birthday to Mr. Benny. Hey, thank you very much, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. The big three nine. (gasps) One to go. Gosh. Oh my gosh! I remember like when you were like uh, oh, a baby. Like, yeah, a baby. <laughs> I a was born. Baby. <laughs> show hasn't been on that long, people. <laughs> it's like who? Benny's like twenty something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. When did I say it's Thursday? Twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, twenty five. Twenty five. Oh my god, that's so long ago. What a different a day, man! I know, right? <laughs> it's awesome. Happy birthday. Going to do anything special for the B day? Uh, nothing yet so far. Uh, just kind of like leave it up in there. I'll probably just go grab some dinner or something like that. Well, I'm a big weekend celebrator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough during the week because I get up so early in the morning, so I can't be out late. It's a school night technically, no. so, you know. That's right. No, you have to be on your game. Right. Totally on your game. Completely. 100%. Uh, every 100%. day. <laughs> yeah, in it to win it. Do I dare say it as the Seahawks for Okay, WBLQ, you're listening. Hey. Don't turn the channel off, okay? It's all right. Uh, you know, for those of you out there, yes, a few disappointments in the football arena. I know that I'm a little torn about one of them, but that's just the way football goes. So you're asking yourself, what does that have to do with anything about today's show? Well, it's really interesting because we take our energy and we put it in different places. And I have to tell you, today's show is Finding True Love with my co-host, T.J. Woodward. And part of the conversation is about the new year and new opportunities. But we do put our energy, we do put our love sometimes in the wrong places. And we do get attached not just to people, but we also get attached to football teams. And what we do with that and how we respond and react to things determines how much more of the same thing we're going to get. But in this new year, how do we find that experience to bring in more love in our lives? You know, how do we go about that? What are some of the steps that we might take that we're not taking? Well, today you're going to find out from TJ what that's about as a spiritual author, an awakening coach, an inspirational speaker, addiction counselor. He has found uh, that he is and can be of enormous service to people, help them change the way they experience their lives. Now, whether you've 
you're watching him, uh, you know, uh, on television at, you know, at Wake and Living Spiritual Center in San Francisco, or you've read his book. Today's message is a universal one. It's one where each and every one of us can understand what the seeking part of us is getting to or not getting to. What is the difference between seeking, finding, and how do we explain away those not so good experiences that we have in love? TJ, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Pat. It is such an honor to be back. I think this is our fifth show, and I just love being in conversation with you and with your listeners. Uh, I want to just start out. Okay, so I said happy birthday to Benny, and I said, okay, happy new year to our listeners, to Benny and to you. And I was saying that, you know, we sit down as a team here, and we come up with a vibration. And I will tell you, I've been doing this for a long time in this way, and every year except for one, we've pretty much been on the same track. I want to ask you, what is your sense of this year, 2016? I've gotten so many emails from people uh, about the conversation of energy and change. What is your sense, uh, TJ, about this year? Well, my sense, you know, it, it, it's interesting, Pat. We at Awaken Living yesterday, we talked about the new year and we, we acknowledge that in some ways, January 1st is an arbitrary number. I mean, in yeah. a way, we've just made that up. Yeah. And yet there's something that happens in the collective consciousness that's so powerful as all of us come together with intention, you know, whether we call that goals or intentions or New Year's resolutions, uh, there's something that happens in the collective consciousness that is such a powerful opportunity for us to step into a new way of being. Mm-hmm. And what occurs to me for 2016 and what I've been seeing in so many people's lives is that uh, we are ready now to have this tipping point in consciousness where we're ready to embody these principles that we've been talking about. Um, and, and so many people I work with, there's we're, we're shifting from concept to embodying. So I don't know if that would be my word for the year, but it feels like we're at this really powerful tipping point where we can embody now these principles in a really profound way in our lives. And, you know, this is really kind of the idea of being open to be able to understand that there is a change we can create in our lives that can actually happen. I mean, isn't this the first place to start, you know, with the idea of thinking about the world of possibilities? Because today we're talking about love, right? And if we don't believe that, A, there is a possibility of finding true love, as we're talking about today, and we're going to explain what that means, if we're not even in that space of possibilities, it doesn't allow for things to change in our lives, does it? Without a doubt. I mean, as long as we're holding on to beliefs of separation and lack, that's what we seem to continue to Uh, either manifest or accept or open up to in our lives. And when we have this uh, shift in recognizing that we do have the ability to open up to more abundance, more love, more joy in our lives, that's where we we can actually step through that doorway and enter in, in, into a new way of being. And I believe absolutely it always starts with a decision, a decision to embrace this, to open up to possibility, and to allow more love into our lives and allow ourselves to tap into our love from within. And I know we're going to talk a lot about that today. Well, let's start out with the conversation of love uh, and, and the word love in, in itself. 
uh, I know that you work with people from many, many walks of life. You know, you, you have also seen people perhaps at their best and perhaps at their worst in the work that you do. And I wanted to ask you, how, is, uh, how does the conversation of love come up? What does it come to mean for people in, in, our, in our culture today, TJ? Well, I mean, I think this is a huge topic, and I'm glad that we're starting out with this because the word love obviously has been, you know, can be interpreted in a lot of different ways. And so often we talk about love in a very conditional way. I love you because mm. or because you're this, I love you. And so, so many of us are programmed from a, a very early age um, to believe that love is conditional. And what we're talking about today is something quite different. It's actually talking about the love that we are, uh, that that we come into this world essentially whole and perfect and connected to who we are, which is love, this pristine self that we are. And then we're taught all these other things. And one of the things that we're taught, of course, is fear. But we're also taught a whole lot about love being conditional. And from a very early age, many of us get the messages, if I do this, I'm, I get love, and if I do that, I don't. So right away, we start talking about duality and separation. Well, and explain to our listeners what you mean by separation, because this is a term we hear quite a bit. Uh, some of us know what it means, but others do not. You know, when we hear the term separation, what am I separated from? Myself, my authentic self, my higher, my higher self? What does the separation mean? I'll say yes, yes, and yes to all what you just said. <laughs> I mean, imagine, you know, and, this, and, and, and it's interesting because yesterday at Awaken Living, I also said, I find on Sunday mornings, I get up and I talk, and I often say the same things. And I talked with a, a good friend of mine, Reverend Joan Stedman, and mm -hmm. we talked about uh, what ministers do on a Sunday morning or spiritual directors, spiritual leaders, whatever, whatever term we use for that. And I said, you know, I feel like I say the same thing every week. And she said, well, that's because we do. That's exactly what we do, you know, because <laughs> the message is the same. And the message about love that I think I will say it in a hopefully in a simple way, uh, if we look into the eyes of a very young child, a newborn baby or uh, someone that's maybe under two years old, we can see that there's a connection with themselves. There's a connection with the moment. They're present. They're in awe of the world. They're curious, you know, free. You can see their spirit being free and open. That's what I'm referring to that we disconnect from. We start to get taught all these things uh, about the world that really are lies that have been perpetuated from unconscious people, not people meaning to cause harm, but we separate from that connection with ourselves. We separate from knowing that we are love. That's really the fundamental separation we're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, that separation brings us to different places in as it relates to love. You know, when we have that sense of not being connected, because separation is one thing. Connection is the opposing, you know, is is the opposite of it, so to speak. And so there is a sense of connection that some of us might feel. And we feel it because we feel good. We feel free. You know, we feel a level of peace. We feel all of that. But today we're going to take a journey with T.J. Woodward down the path of what does that connection bring forth in our lives? Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, what are we searching for? And what is it about the search for romantic love that either gives us that feeling of fulfillment or that feeling of emptiness 
or all of the above. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, it's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over. What does it mean to be healthy? For each of us, it means something a little different. Discover the art of herbal medicine, a natural way to help our bodies respond better to the modern-day stress and toxicity of our everyday lives. Using organic herbs from around the world, the skilled herbalists at Urban Wellness in Kirkland can help you choose the herbs that are right for your body. Find your herbal solutions for common health issues at urbanwellness.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-N wellness.com. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. TJ Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host TJ Woodward and Dr. Pat Basile on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit ToolsToAwaken.com today. They say the time's supposed to heal ya, but I ain't done much healing. Hello, can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. Oh. 
of course we're talking about love. And of course that was Adele. I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't we play Adele? Well, Benny's going to cue a song up that I listened to this weekend. I couldn't get it out of my head. I think it is a Burt Bacharach song, but it's not sung by Burt because Burt admitted to everybody in the world that he can't sing very well, just like me. So what? Neither can a lot of people, and yet they're still <laughs> making millions. <laughs> I know, but he was a great songwriter. Oh, he yeah. is a great songwriter. Uh-huh. But today, love and the meaning of love, T.J. Woodward is bringing this conversation to the level that we so appreciate. What is it about love? You know, what has love got to do with it anyway? You know, and, and, and why love? I mean, why do stars why do the stars shine up in the sky? How do all of that, how does it relate to filling our souls with a level of peace? Before we jump into this, TJ, I would, I think it's great if you could tell people, first of all, how they can find out more about you, but then also tell them about your book and how they can get a copy. Oh, absolutely, Pat. TJWoodward.com is the best place to find out all about me and the work that I'm doing. I meet with clients individually in San Francisco, really assisting people. I work with really two distinct different groups of people. One are people that are coming out of an addiction and want to um, achieve sobriety through a spiritual lens, through this lens of returning to wholeness and having love be uh, recognizes the truth of who they are. And also anyone who's interested in uh, achieving a level of enlightenment or awakened living, which has been, you know, so many people that I know have achieved so much in their lives. And there's that point that they come to where they say, is this all there is? You know, is it, there's got to be more here. And so I love working with that group of people to help them uh, achieve a more deeply meaningful and connected life. And that's really what we're talking about today. My book is Conscious Being. You can find it on Amazon. Also, there's a link to it on tjwoodward.com. So that's the best place to go. Thank you so much. TJ, I want to ask you this idea of love and fulfillment. And before the break, I talked about two things because you talked about separation. And I said, okay, so is the opposite of separation connection? And why is it so many of us have gone out in the world and we're looking at for the opposite as not meeting connection, but meaning something like romance? Okay, romance, right? Lady Gaga has said it better than anybody a b- bad romance <laughs> <laughs> you know that's and and i really i thank you for for talking about connection that seems to be if there was a word that seemed to be emerging in 2015 the word connection kept coming up yeah uh there was a this great article published last year about addiction and connection. And there's a great TED talk about looking at the opposite of addiction, not being sobriety, but being connection. <clears throat> and when when we talk about love and we talk about the search for love, as we talked about in the first part of the show, when we have an original separation from ourself or original wounding in the therapeutic world, we would call that now an attachment wound or attachment disorder, we're looking to attach to our primary caregivers when we don't get that, when we forget the truth of who we are, when we separate from our wholeness and from the love that we are, we then want to find that outside of ourselves. So we go about seeking 
to find something or someone to complete us. Um, the way I say it is, it's as if we're walking around with our umbilical cord in our hand, trying to plug it in somewhere, trying to get fed, trying to connect. And that really is what we're all looking for. The issue becomes when we're trying to connect from the outside without doing that inner work of achieving or remembering our wholeness, then it, it you know, it just doesn't work, right? That's why we have the honeymoon stage or the honeymoon period in a, in a romantic relationship because at first it feels wonderful and blissful and we actually experience love and connection in such a powerful way but if we haven't done our own inner work there's going to be a time when that relationship can no longer fulfill that and then that's where all kinds of trouble in relationships start so i i just i love this conversation i love that we're having it today yeah, and I love that you're bringing it to the forefront because it's it's time to really get real about the effect of loneliness. If I could talk to you, with you about this for a minute, um, you and I, in, in the work that we do and the people we're in front of, we have seen the good, the bad, the ugly, and 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 all the rest that we don't know what to do about. But one of the things that I'm really struck by right now is the degree to which folks are depressed. Yeah. Now, you might be asking yourself, TJ, why is she bringing up depression during a conversation about love? But I think it really gets to the heart of what I believe your, your message is today. You know, depression, the gazillion definitions for it, really do point to a few things. Is love or a search for love part of that? I think without a doubt, you mm -hmm. know, and, and again, when we have that original separation, I lose the sense of who and what I am, and I don't recognize that who I am is love. And, and the way I would say it is, you know, we can, we're, we're always, you know, so many of us are seeking outside of ourselves for fulfillment, seeking outside of ourselves for connection, seeking outside of ourselves for love. And at some point, if we are going to recognize our original perfection, we need to call off the search and rest in what's always been the truth of who we are. And so from that place, if, if I am not remembering who I am, if I'm walking around with a sense of a fragmented self, and I'm trying to plug into externals to feel better, of course I'm going to be depressed because there's no one and no thing in the world that can fix that inner malady when I feel broken. I use the word fix not because we need to be fixed, but if, if I believe I'm broken, I'm looking for someone or something to fix me. And when that doesn't happen in the outer realm, of course we're going to be depressed. We're going to feel disconnected. We're going to not only not remember who we are, but we're going to have this disillusionment from the world not being able to bring us the love that we're seeking. Wow. Uh, TJ, let's talk about this for a minute in, in the context of starting the new year, but also in looking at, you know, what is possible for us to create. Um, you know, here we are, and I, and I did refer to Lady Gaga a few moments ago. I mean, the song Bad Romance. Um, but, but isn't really, if we take that phrase, you know, this idea of searching for something outside of ourselves to fulfill something that is missing, a separation, as you described it before, by the very nature of that, it's in essence a bad romance. Right. Absolutely. And that's, and, 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 you know, most of us 
are in a process of awakening, right? So it's not that we need to completely learn how to return to who we are and learn to love ourselves fully before we go out and get in a relationship. Most of us are, are in a process of awakening. So we can say, I'm going to focus on myself. I'm going to focus on remembering the truth of who I am. I'm going to dismantle and let go of some of these beliefs that keep me feeling stuck or separate or um, closed off or depressed, as you said. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to be in relationship because relationships are one of the most powerful ways we can uh, really, that's one of the most powerful tools that we can learn about ourselves and awaken. So yeah. in a way, we're always, you know, or many of us are, are, are dancing between this outer search and this inner knowing. And that's really the process of, of creating the life that we want and that we that we desire. I want to ask you this question. And, and uh, it's one that that came up for me. TJ, I don't know about you, but I know for me, there have been points in times in my life where I settled. And I want to talk about settling. And the reason I want to talk about settling is because I've heard this now so many times here in the past several months about, you know, it was the best I could get. I need to settle for this. I should be grateful for what I have. And again, aren't these also words of separation? And so what am I, what am I trying to say here? You know, what am I trying to say, Pat? What I'm trying to say is in asking you this question is that when we settle, whether it be settling for a dream that we're never going to get, settling for a partner, settling for a life that we are not really or don't believe we're destined for, isn't that also, isn't settling another form of separation? Or if not, please get me on, get me on track here. No, absolutely. I think that's spot on because when, if I believe that I'm broken or there's something wrong with me or that I'm not uh, whole and perfect, when I believe that, when I'm carrying around these core false beliefs, of course I'm going to be in relationships that are fulfilling that, whether that's unconscious or conscious. And of course we're going to be settling because if I am not willing or able to do the inner work of reconnecting with source, with love, with God, whatever word we use for that, when I'm looking out outside of myself, as you said before, it's automatically a relationship built in, in really in a false, uh, false sense of reality. And of course, we're going to settle if, if we feel that we need someone to complete us, then we are going to settle for someone or something, some job, some situation that really isn't right for us. But as you said, at least it's better than not having it right. Because being with myself is far too painful. And I think that's really what one thing that we could talk about is the difference between learning to be alone and be at peace versus loneliness and what the difference with that is. Okay, we're going to come back from break. And what we're, what we're going to talk about TJ is how do we make this happen? Where do we start? How do we get past Oh, I should be grateful I just have enough. I should be grateful, blah, blah, blah. You know, this force level of gratitude as a way for us to feel whole. How do we shift from that story to one of absolute unlimited possibilities? And what do we believe? Do we believe in a higher power that is limited and in a box? Or do we believe in a level of consciousness that if it's expansive, empowering 
and effortless. Stay tuned. We'll be back. TJ Woodward in the house. Stay tuned. Hey, phone lines are open. 1-800-930-2819. You want some help here and stepping into the full nature of who you are? Give us a shout. We'll be right back. Suddenly appear Every time you are near Just like me They long to be close to you Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit Transformation Talk Radio com for show dates and times and lesliefontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance naturopathic doctor founder of the martha's vineyard holistic retreat and author of the new york times bestseller 21 pounds in 21 days dr ronnie deluce has helped tens of thousands of people including celebrities and athletes with her message of lifestyle change now dr ronnie deluce wants to help you you too can be saved email dr ronnie deluce at info at ronnie on radio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com dr ronnie deluce your partner in wellness Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? I know you know this song. 
Benny, I know you know the song. <laughs> I know we can sing this. Gosh, you got to know Karen Carpenter's version of that, Benny. <laughs> I know you weren't born or anything, but still. Oh. <laughs> That's the only reference I know right there. <laughs> I may well, be dating myself, but I went to see the Carpenters when oh. I was eight years old. Aww. So you. I, I loved Karen Carpenter from the time I was about four years old. Yeah. I'm not even going to date myself. I'm not even going to tell you how old I was when I remembered that song. <laughs> M.G. But, you know, isn't it interesting? Because I was saying during the break, you know, and T.J. Woodward's joining me here today, and we're going to give you a website and a book. But I was saying that, you know, how do we go from that place of loss? And this is really kind of what I remember. You know, we think about songs like that. Then we think about another one of my favorites in 1990, Nothing Compares to You. And we think, how do we go from loss to love? Oh, how do we fill that gap, TJ? What, what what can we say about thinking about those stories of loss? How do we get them from loss to love to luscious? Well, I love that. That's beautiful. <laughs> you know, I think it, it starts with a recognition that we already are that which we seek. And I want to, you know, just say I, I, I did a workshop not long ago, some years back, actually. And I invited people because we were looking at finding love on a spiritual path. That was the topic of the workshop. Because so many people on a spiritual journey have been in relationship after relationship and, you know, looking to connect with someone that's, you know, similar to us in, you know, like minded and like hearted is so important for all of us. And I asked people to write down everything that they are looking for in a partner. We did that and then asked everyone, what will this perfect partner bring? And they listed words, you know, like connection, fulfillment. And when we got all those words down on paper, I then invited each participant to ask, is it possible that I'm already that that I seek? And once we recognize that we actually already have all those qualities that we believe a partner will bring us, it shifts the paradigm dramatically because we shift from wanting our partner to bring us something to recognizing that we already are that and we want to share that with another person. Now, wanting to share that truth of who we are and connect in a loving way with a partner, with friends, with work, everything that we do, recognizing that we're already that which we seek and we're here to share that, that's fundamentally different than believing there's something missing and I'm looking for my other half. I'm looking for someone to complete me. Because as we said in the first half of the show, that's not sustainable. So when we recognize who we are, that we are already that which we seek, and that we're wanting to connect and share that, that's a very different way of being in relationship, whether that's an intimate relationship, which, well, of course, all relationships are intimate, yeah. whether that's a primary partner or that's a relationship with the entire world, it's a very different way of being. Yeah. And, you know, this is something that I love. That song, right? It's just one of the many songs. I mean, for me, 1990, 91, 92, I look back at those and there are two things I want to say about them. And I'd love for you to talk about them, uh, talk about this comment. One is those were some of the most difficult years of my life. And now looking back, some of the most expansive. How do we go, TJ, from some of the toughest times of our lives to be able to look back and say, oh my gosh, TJ, if I hadn't lost that job, 
you know, with the telephone company. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't do this. By the way, I wouldn't even be doing this show. But how do we make that shift? What are the spiritual principles that have been so important to you uh, along the way? Well, thank you for that. And, you know, as you know, you're speaking my language now because (laughs) that is exactly how my life shifted. And I don't know, you know, it's a chicken or egg conversation. I don't know which shifted first. It feels to me like I made a decision or a commitment to live more fully, live more connected with who I, I am. Uh, live a more life on a more spiritual basis, and then everything crumbled and fell apart. And something happened really powerful in the loss of everything that mm-hmm. allowed me to have a doorway to walk through. And and isn't it wonderful when we can look back and say those things which we called terrible at the time have become the most transformative. Um, you know, there's a chapter in my book called "Shift Happens." I'm not the first person to say that. Um, but I recognized at one point, we know what the original, you know, the original phrase is there, recognizing that if I simply shift that to fertilizer, you know, because it can actually allow for new growth and a new way of being. And you asked what the spiritual principles are. You know, yesterday at Awaken Living, I, I, the, the, the topic was consciously creating our lives because what we know is if we're not consciously creating our lives, we're unconsciously creating our lives. And what unconsciously cre- creating our lives means is that we are running on old programs, you know, running on old core false beliefs that are influencing everything. And so the first principle that I started with, I created a five-step process to consciously creating our life for 2016. The first principle is forgiveness. And we actually spent a good 45 minutes yesterday on what forgiveness means, how we get forgiveness for ourselves and others, and really release the idea of wrongdoing. Because as long as I'm believing that something is wrong here, there's no way I can consciously create. I'm, I'm simply recreating that old story of, of, of there's something wrong here. You know, someone harmed me. I am, there's something wrong with me for what I've done in the past. So I think the first spiritual principle in all of this is forgiveness for myself and for others. Yeah. And you know, this is really part of, let's talk about forgiveness because this is really, I, I so love what you're bringing up, but I think it's really important this year, which is a year of expansive energy to yeah. just get crystal clear about what we mean. Forgiveness is one of the most used terms in our spiritual world, I believe, and also one of the most misunderstood. So I I really would love for you to clarify what forgiveness is and what it isn't. I'll tell you something that came out yesterday that was so incredibly (laughs) powerful. What came out of yesterday's conversation is that ultimate forgiveness is taking back our power. And what we mean by that, what came up in our conversation was, as long as I'm blaming myself or another, and as long as I'm concretizing a belief in right and wrong, I absolutely cannot create the life that I want, right? So in other words, before we can create our life, we have to uncreate some stuff. We have to let go of some of our old beliefs and some of our old ideas. And so much of that lies in forgiveness. You know, I think a lot of people, we've been taught that forgiveness in some way is um, making the person, you know, allowing the person or condoning the behavior. We're not talking about that. What, what we're talking about in forgiveness is not giving away our power to someone else. In other words, if they just wouldn't have done that to me, I would be okay today. 
Yeah. And as long as I'm holding that belief, I'm continuing to concretize the belief that there's something wrong here. And I'm only going to create, you know, if you plant a maple seed, you're going to get a maple tree, right? So if I'm planting the seeds of there's something wrong with me or something wrong with the world, that's what's going to continue to grow in my life. Yeah. And, you know, we are, I, I was talking to Dr. Mark Mancola a few minutes ago on, on, the, on the past hour. We we're talking about energy. And I love that we're back here talking about it again, because there is an energy, isn't there, TJ? And I know you do this in your Sunday services. I know you talk with folks about this. And by the way, let's tell folks how they can watch you on, on television uh, uh, so that they can hear this message every Sunday if they want. Yeah, thank you. Again, tjwoodward.com is the place to go. And there are links to uh, my radio shows, my TV show, and then also our spiritual community in San Francisco, Awakened Living. So if you're in San Francisco, we meet four times a week, uh, awakenedlivingsf.org. Otherwise, you can watch uh, the videos on YouTube. We also live stream every Sunday morning. So you can find all of that on tjwoodward.com. Yeah, I mean, this is really the deal here for us, right? And so I absolutely would love to walk us through this idea of what a change story looks like. What does it look like? How can we begin to plug in, even if we have to practice, even if we, how do we change it? How do we plug in? We're going to take a short break and we come back. You know, what is it that's so powerful about the term fake it till you make it? Yeah, I did say that. In the world of spirituality, where we're talking about authentic selves, do you think really Pat has just said, fake it till you make it? I had to. Let's hear what TJ has to say when we come back from break, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you ever consumed with the idea that something needs to change? You hear Oprah and other inspiring people talk about living your authentic life, and yet it's much easier said than done. Duda, the kick-ass muse, has crafted a world-renowned coaching platform that will help you get clarity on the issues you face, take bold risks, get back your confidence, and brave your fears. To learn more and work with Duda today, visit kickassmuse.com. Can you keep your lifestyle in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, at 425-453-0272 for your Confident Retirement conversation today. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Get 
ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit TruthTalkRadioShow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. A word of caution, if you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Wow, what a great show today. Uh, It's great to have TJ Woodward finding true love. What does this mean? How do we kick it off in the new year? You know, what is this about our lives? And for many of you out there, you can go to tjwoodward.com and you can certainly find out more. You can go to consciousbeingbook.com as well. Uh, A lot of ways for you to plug into TJ's message if you want to uh, find out more about him, if you want to get pumped up for your life. And this is the year to really step out and do this. People have talked about the energy, the planet shifting, talked about the expansive nature of things, talked about shedding things that no longer serve us. TJ, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much for the show. Oh, thank you, Pat. Okay. Before the break, fake it till you make it. And I shared an interesting story with you. Um, You know, for our listeners that did not know me prior to 2003, I have to say that I was showing up in life very different. I was very serious. I was certainly working on my degree, but I, I didn't have the, the passion and the purpose that I have even today for life. I did have to fake it. Can you tell me about what that statement has come to mean in this world of seeking a deeper love? Well, I think when we talk about fake it till you make it, I might say acting as if, uh, you know, really, really recognizing that we can influence our life based on our language, based on our attitudes. It's really a felt sense. You know, we talked in the last segment of the show about energy and we recognize that life is energy and it doesn't get created. It just gets moved, right? We move energy. So based on what I'm saying, what I'm believing, how I'm feeling, that's how energy shifts in my life. So I think fake it till you make it or acting as if is a great tool to, to really jumpstart us. You know, So if I'm continuing to use words of lack and separation, I'm going to continue to experience that. That might be a great starting place for people. You know, I have a section in my book called Watch Your Language, and it's really all about recognizing the words we use and how those influence and impact the way we experience life. You know, for myself, I have some words that I've chosen to remove from my cat from my vocabulary. 
Uh, and it's a practice. So it doesn't mean I just wake up one day and I don't ever use the words again. But for me, right and wrong, good and bad, must and should are some words that that I really have committed to to the best of my ability, removing from my, my vocabulary, because they're words that continue to bring limitation, words that continue to bring separation. And what we're talking about today is really reconnecting with the love that we are. You know, So we're calling off the search to try to find this externally, and we're plugging back into ourselves internally. And when we unlearn all these stories, you know, living beyond this, beyond our stories is a way I, I say, you know, living in a peaceful world, um, living beyond our stories is the shortcut to living in a peaceful world. Because as long as I'm holding on to those beliefs and attitudes and ideas that I've always carried around, I'm going to get the same results. Okay. So this is what I love about this. You know, also part of this is uh, some of the more common words we use, TJ, right? One of the ones that I, I really had to get wrap my, my mind around was when I was younger, I used the word can't, C-A-N, you know, I can't, Yeah. Right? It, you know, or instead of I don't want to. I would love for you to spend a few moments speaking about how we or how important is it for us to articulate our desires? And, you know, it really does go back to the comment I made earlier about our ability to compromise automatically and not reach. Yeah, absolutely. The word that comes to mind for me is should. I found myself <laughs> walking around and, you know, we've heard don't should on yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, where I was walking around saying, oh, I should do this, I should do that. And when I changed it to, someone offered me a replacement. They said, you might want to say, if I wanted to, I could. And the reason that it changed me so dramatically is it actually it, it empowered me in a really powerful way. And it also allowed me to be accountable. It's not that I should do something. It's that, you know what, I'm recognizing that if I wanted to, I probably would be doing it. So I then had more power. I was empowered to create my life in a really powerful way. I love that you talked about can't. You know, as long as I'm walking around saying I can't do it, of course, that's true, because I'm believing that. You know, we, we often hear the conversation about karma. I think I tweeted this this morning. Uh, it's karma is not an outside force. It's continuing to believe the same story about myself and the world and getting their same results. It feels like it's coming from outside, but really it's coming from within me and my own sense of self-worth, my own sense of my own power. And of course, to tie it into our theme, my own sense of self-love. Yeah. You know, this idea of self-love, how can we how can we pinpoint it? And this is the thing that I love about, you know, our conversations, TJ. One of the things is that we can talk these words, but clearly our words can be traced to actions or outcomes. So when we think we're in this place of self-love, there are benchmarks we can look for or signs we can look for. What are some of them? Well, you know, it's interesting because a lot of times when we start talking about self-love, mm -hmm. you know, I was working with a client recently and he said, well, if I just loved myself, well, I wouldn't be able to change anything. I actually don't want to love all parts of myself. And so my question for him was very simply, how is that working? 
You know, how is it working to not love ourselves, to not love the people around us? Because ultimately that's one and the same, right? Because we're really all one. We're all really connected. So if I can love myself, I can love you. If I can love you, I can love myself. Loving myself doesn't mean that I don't want to change some things about myself. Actually, when it's in the not loving myself that keeps me from being able to make the changes necessary. What if I loved all parts of myself? What if I decided to have unconditional acceptance and compassion for even those parts of myself that feel wounded? What if I were to just love myself absolutely completely in this moment and release and let go of those stories that I should and that I can't and live in this true infinite potential because what we know now is that we are living in this time of infinite possibility. And what I mean by in this time, in this moment, there is infinite possibility and potential. It's only my stories of separation and lack that continue to create that in my life. Well, and this is really the way we get to kick off this year at a place of choice and a place of possibility. And I love that you've taken on this conversation to start the year. Uh, TJ, thank you so much for today. Uh, One last question. What's your personal message? And please, again, tell folks how they can find out more about you, but also tell folks about, you know, the service you do Sundays. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I think my personal message, what's occurring to me in this moment is simply this. Love is the truth of who and what each of us are. And when we really know this, everything changes. And can it really can it be that simple? I say absolutely yes. It really can be as simple as returning to our essential nature. That's really the message that, you know, my book, Conscious Being, the, 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 the secondary title, the subtitle is Awakening to Our True Nature. And that nature is love. So when we know that at a fundamental level, when we really understand that everything changes, it's actually quite simple. So on Sunday mornings, we come together to be in conversation about how we embody the principle of knowing that the truth of who and what we are. To find out more about Awakened Living, you can go to awakenedlivingsf.org. And again, tjwoodward.com is a place to, to learn about the work that I do. Well, thank you so very much. If you had to pick a word for this upcoming year, what would it be? You know, it's interesting. I don't have my word yet. And we we <laughs> did we did that process at Awakened Living, and I recognize that I'm still in I'm still in contemplation about that. So maybe my word for the moment is contemplation. I'll let you know as soon as my word <laughs> Let us know, because that's actually something we're going to be asking a lot of folks this year. TJ, thank you so much for all that you do. And where can people get a copy of your book? On Amazon is the best place. It's actually out now in um, ebook, and also you can hear it narrated, which is really wonderful. So you can get that on Amazon. The book is titled Conscious Being. Awesome. Wow. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. This was a great show for those of you out there. If you missed any part of it, it'll replay tonight on TransformationTalkRadio.com as well as Arika and Finding True Love, my co-host TJ Woodward. And as we've said before, best way to find out more is go to TJWoodward.com. For us, follow us on Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show. And remember, make this the best year ever. We'll see you next time.